mentality wise and you know they're going with them to every ball there. This is Come On Kinds with Martin Quilty and Onya Fahey. Season 5, episode number 15, and I'm delighted to be joined, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Miss Anya Farrell. How are you, Anya? I'm good, thanks, Martin. How are you? Great. The voice is back, thank God. It was gone yesterday. There's no more tears. The tissues are in herself's pockets. Won't need them for the rest of the evening, I hope. But it was a busy weekend, and what a day yesterday. Yeah. We're not going to mention what it was yet. Okay. It was a great day, because this is what happened yesterday afternoon. Kier Cueva Dowling gets it. She has it out here. Katie Byrne is going forward. They're all looking for it. They're up for East and it's over. And Dixborough have got it. Dixborough are the Leinster champions. They have beaten St. Vincent's of Dublin. 12 points to 1-7. The crowd around us here are going wild. They have done it. They are the champions on you. They have deserved it. They came back into it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven points in a row in that second half. They never panicked trying to sum up that game for us. Yeah, Anya, try and sum up that game for us. Yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. Um, What a day for Dixborough. Um, They, you know, we were talking about earlier on, and I suppose when you're listening to some of the interviews that were done after the matches, history that they, you know, made for their club. And, you know, they went out all guns blazing. They didn't panic. Nothing phased them. And they thoroughly deserved it. By far, they were the better team on the day. They got all their matchups right. Um, From 1 to 15, they won every battle on the field. Their backs were absolutely excellent. Um, you know, they just, they dug it deep and, you know, they got a, a huge, huge victory, not just for Dixborough, not just for themselves, not just for their families in the club, but like for the whole Kilkenny, it's great to have a tea, have a Kilkenny team going forward into an All-Ireland club, uh, club semi-final. It certainly is. I'm just pushing a few buttons here and we are delighted that we are actually joined in studio by a couple of the players. And it's actually going to be an interesting conversation shortly. One is Eva Prendergast, Orla Hendrick and the manager, Donald Carroll, joins us as well. Good evening, folks. How are we all? Hi, Martin. How are you? Hi, Martin. How are you? Good, Martin. Thank you. Good, big God. Right. Miss Prendergast, I'm going to start with you because... Obviously, the interesting part of the weekend was AIB, the toughest. We've seen different things with Jackie Tyrrell going over to America playing baseball. The lads over there couldn't believe him catching a baseball with his bare hands, no gloves being used, etc. But there was a new trial being done yesterday for the Camogie Association, which was that you were actually picked to wear a camera during the match yesterday. First of all, when did you find out it was going to happen? Um, yeah, I actually went to uh, a test shoot there a few weeks ago. Um, so I found out then, but um, I actually didn't know it was going to be for the Leinster final because we hadn't got there yet. So um, yeah, it was very interesting, um, exciting to see the, the content that's going to be released. Was it difficult? Oh, wrong button. Was it difficult to wear? No, no, you actually won't notice it at all. Um, it was kind of like a GPS. Um, it's kind of tucked into your sports bra, so no, you won't notice it at all. We're conscious of it during the match yesterday because I, I, I'll be honest with you, right? I saw the lads coming out yesterday with the vest and I didn't know where the camera was on it and they were holding it up and they were doing all different checks and tests and to see the zoom and where the camera was going on it. And I'm like, okay, it looks nice. It looks neat. You know, it's lightweight, etc. But were you conscious of wearing it? No, it was actually fine. Uh, once the ball was thrown in, I was just focusing on the match itself. Um, you can't be focusing on that and those things are... If I did, if I did think I'd notice it, I actually definitely wouldn't wear it. So um, no, it's fine. Orla, I'm going to ask you as the players. Oh, wrong button again. As the players around, did you did you notice it? Did you have any um, problems I- with a player wearing a camera for the final? No, I no sure it was all on Aoife like as she said it was her decision no but it was her decision to wear it and um, like that she said like if, if it wasn't in the best interests of you know the team she wouldn't have done it but I suppose before the match um, it was the external cameras that you'd noticed more like that were following you around walking into the dressing room or doing the warm up or whatnot. but the second that ball was thrown in like everything else uh, like fell to the wayside and you know the, all we were focused on was the match I completely forgot you know Aoife was playing beside me completely forgot there was a camera 
Yeah, we could actually see the boys even following you up when you were doing the walk up for the the warm up area up yeah. to the back of the the dressing yeah. rooms and yeah. the lads with the big boom microphones yeah. and the whole lot. Like, yeah. is that an airing a little bit to have them following you around like that the whole time? Um, yeah, look, we we won't be used to that kind of that kind of thing now. To be honest, so I, um, I think Eva was loving the attention. Uh, I, I was actually a bit, a bit embarrassed more than anything. <laughs> the guys were giving me some slant first, uh, but no, that's that's the only thing you'd you'd notice from it. Um, the the lads following you around with the camera, but when you're wearing the camera itself, you won't notice it at all. Donald, I'm going to ask you uh, the match yesterday. Obviously, it was tough. It was tight. <laughs> it was tense. Um, you went in at half time, as I was talking to you yesterday. Level five points apiece. You know, you didn't seem too panicked at that stage. You were nice and calm going into the dressing room. One one goes in. Then within the first five minutes of the second half, are you thinking to yourself, "Oh God, this could be a, a bad start for us"? Or did you have faith and confidence in all of these girls to say, no, look, it's just four points, it's two pucks of a ball, we can still do this? Ah, no, we have, like, we've great faith and confidence in them. They deserve it, you know, they've, they've earned this faith over the last couple of years. We spoke to them at half time, we told them they were in a, a very good position, but regardless of what happened, we said, the one thing we'd warn them not to do was don't change the way they're playing don't revert to long ball don't go chasing goals you know don't panic and they stuck to it and they showed great confidence and faith in themselves to do that you know it took us eight or nine minutes in the second half to get scores on the board but when the scores came their tails were up the Vincent started to lose confidence. Vincent got jittery. And in fact, it was Vincent's game who changed then at that stage. And we exploited that. We exploited the chances they gave us. And like they were superb. I said it in the in the clubhouse afterwards that it was it, while it was one of the most important matches the club either gender have had, it was one of the best performances the club has ever put together yesterday. It certainly was. I mean, everybody from 1 to 15 were immense. The whole team, you, I mean, even trying to pick a player of the match yesterday was impossible because everybody really did play mm-hmm. so well in it. But to have that title come to yourselves, I mean, it's only your second ever time in a Leinster final at senior level. Unfortunately, two years ago, it just went down to out at the ballot. But that experience seemed to stand to yourselves and the players yesterday of being in the final because... You didn't, as I say, panic. You know, you knew what was going to come against you because maybe just so early in the second half, there was lots of time in front and you used your strengths, I would say, which is correct. And it looked like you had your matchups done perfectly against St. Vincent's because it did look like they actually t- tried to change their game plan in the second half. Yeah, um, like now in fairness, you know, they, they lose their full back at short notice. They have to change things around. But no, our our matchups, they, did, they worked They worked very well. And it's one of the things that we'd say you, you'd have to have a bit of luck in this game as well. You have to, plans that you make, they're not always going to work out. But they did work out in fairness to them. Yes, the girls all played their part very well. Uh, where am I going? Ron Button is right. I'm pressing Ron Button to your all evening, so I am. Um, Aoife, yep. seven points against St. Vincent's on the trot. I said it even to Anya on full time there earlier on. It's unheard of. Uh, we seen them playing last year, you know, when they got the lead against Thomastown in the semi final, they just blew them out of the water, like, and that was it. There was no coming back from it. But he really knuckled down when they got the four points. It was like, as I said earlier, a light switch just went off and you just seemed to up your game by 10 or 15% more than what they were at it. Yeah, look, that's it. Uh, we never lost faith, to be honest. Um, when the goal went in, uh, we still stuck to the process and stuck to the plan. Uh, the boys, in fairness, our management team, they've they've nailed it into us all year just to stick to the plan. And even when things aren't going well, just to keep going and keep hurling the way we can. And they probably instilled that confidence in us to to stick to that plan and uh, yeah that's what got got us over the line in the end Anyway these buttons are going to drive me demented dementia tonight how tough is uh, training sessions? Oh like I was only saying to the lads last night like we thought you know the last few years like we have upped our training sessions fiercely but this year like there's, there hasn't. It's, it's not a patch on what we have done previously. Like we, uh, David Carroll came into the folds this year, um, and my God, he has, he has brought a, a, just a different level to the intensity and the physicality, and even Catherine Peters with the the fitness side of things, and obviously Donald. Like the what the lads have done for us this year is 
nothing short of phenomenal. Like they push us to our absolute max. And and I think one of the girls, Amy Clifford or someone said, like, we, we don't get water breaks. Like, yeah. And if we do, it's 10 I, seconds and I, then we go back I to it. I was just like, actually yeah. going to ask that question. I was like, say, you, you don't need to bring a water bottle to no, training because like, you won't you get don't. a break. So there's no <laughs> point. You're bringing it back full because like, you just don't have time. Like it's bang, 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 onto the next drill, onto the next drill, into the next tackle, whatever it is. Like you're just constantly on the go for the hour and a half or whatever it is. And by the time you come off that pitch, you are exhausted. But by God, you have a good night's sleep after it. I'm just going to say it as a player. I mean, you'd probably rather to have a training session like that than maybe to be hanging around and, you know, going into a drill willy nilly. And, you know, there's not much structure into uh, your training sessions. Whereas if you have a training session like that, you go home, you fall into the bed, oh, literally. Yeah. literally like, yeah. You feel that, yeah, I've actually done something decent tonight. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And the lads, like they put so so much preparation into the training sessions. Like when you rock up, the, they're, the three, four drills, they're all set out, ready to go. And you literally sprint from one to the next, to the next, to the next. And, you know, we're always on the move. It's 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 absolutely fantastic. Yeah, there's, su- there's such a like professional setup this yeah. year. And I think that's what really drove us on. Like every training session you go to, you know, you're going to be tested to your limit. So, you know, it's great. Well, it's it's great after, <laughs> maybe not during. <laughs> it's great when it pays off. Yeah. Well, days like yesterday, it certainly does pay off for yourselves. I mean, you were both there before two years ago to the loss in the semi final or the Leinster final. Losses hurt the same as the county final did last year. It obviously brings you back stronger players for the following year as well. You obviously had a goal for the start of the year to get back to the county final, win that. Was the Leinster championship ever in your mind at all during the year to think that? you may be able to do it. Oh, yeah, look, um, the lads, again, are back to our management team. They've instilled that we go match by match this year. Um, we had a meeting ourselves as players at the start of the year and we said that we'd focus on each match as it comes. So it wasn't until we got over the Leinster semi-final that we were focusing on the Leinster final. Um, Kilkenny is such a hard group to get out of as it is, so you can't be looking past that at any stage of the year. How does it feel the day after being Leinster champions like in in the club uh, it's actually it's it's unbelievable you'd be numb yeah yeah I don't know I don't I don't think it's actually really hit home just yet yeah maybe tomorrow or the next stage you know when everything kind of dies down and we're back training and you know even the fact that we're back training is unbelievable like at the end of November that we get to you know lace up the boots again like it's it's deadly it's brilliant I'd say I was still smiling in my sleep last night. Yeah. <laughs> For the community itself, I mean, you heard there at the start of it, I mean, we were doing the commentary yesterday. I'm not from Dixborough. I felt like I was from Dixborough. Like, I was roaring on, even when the referees was given what we thought was a bad decision. I mean, I was nearly throwing pens around the place. Like, <laughs> I, I was that frustrated even. But that was for yourselves because you were really doing so well and you put in such a performance because not only were you just representing the club, but obviously you were representing Kilkenny, done that brilliantly. But like the community around, the support that she had yesterday, like the buzz must have been brilliant leading up to the final. But after yesterday, even with all the supporters out on the pitch, I mean, it had to be something special. Yeah, it was it was unbelievable now. I it was a sweet one to be honest. Um it was no better feeling winning with this group of players as well. And I said it to you after semi final Martin, I was like, uh, we need the whole club to get behind us, but we need a whole county to get behind us as well. And I feel like that's that's what came from yesterday and and we're so we're so grateful for everyone getting behind us and hopefully we can drive that on for the next day. Orla. Yeah, like similar to Aoife, like on the pitch yesterday, like you just went from one person to the next, shaking hands, hugging, crying, like the... What it meant to the yeah, what it meant to the uh, community, like as well as ourselves, like you know our mothers and our fathers, like I like my my own father had tears in his eyes, like I haven't seen tears in his eyes in God knows how long. You know, it was just it was just so special, I suppose. I was chatting to Rachel yesterday, and I got to her before I got to her dad, and she said it was great that she now has the Leinster Senior Club medal in her back pocket and something her dad didn't actually get to achieve at all at all which is great for a bit of banter in the house and that but I mean for yourselves to make history and get the senior title under your belt get the Leinster title but now to go forward into and we're not going to look forward and I'm not going to ask you about that yet but 
it is now going forward into an All-Ireland semi-final like even to hear them words All-Ireland club semi-final like it's really something out of the clouds it's uh, it's exceptional it's brilliant to be there um, and something that I know that you're going to look forward to yeah, no, definitely. It's it's very special. Um, to be playing with your club this time of year is it's unbelievable. Um, so yeah, we we definitely are going to drive forward now and see see where it takes us. Well, we we we, we can't say where it's going to take yet because nobody can predict the future. But Donald, how special are this group of players? Like, I mean, you've been training them for a while. I mean you know you have young talent coming up every year you have the more experienced players that has been there for the last number of years so trying to marry the two of them together is certainly working for yourselves but obviously they're a fantastic group of players we can see that the way they perform on the pitch oh yeah no they are they're, they're, they're great they're, they're great they'll respond but you'll get 100% out of them every time you'll get the 100% out I mean just bring it back to something Orla just said I mean looking forward to just lacing up the boots that's that's what it's about it's just wanting to go and play now if, you know, I've said it previously you don't you don't judge success by the medals you have if you judge success by winning championships well there's very few people successful in this world you know it's not it's getting the numbers it's getting them to enjoy it and if they enjoy it and if they stick to playing the way they can play it's a lovely simple type of hurling they play you know there's nothing particular about it but they all enjoy it they all stick to it and we have lost very few of them have drifted away even like Lucinda made a massive effort to come back this year and then the poor girl suffered another injury with that you know it's those kind of that kind of commitment and that kind of enjoyment is the real reward from it so it's great to see them coming out smiles on their faces they're all trotting out they're not smiling for too long but it's great to see the smiles when they are coming out you know but that's that's and I'm not that is as rewarding as any trophies at the lift. You will, Donald Carroll, manager Orla Hendrick, and Eva Prendergast. Well done, congratulations! You've done everybody proud. You've done the club proud. You've done everyone in your families, yourselves, and more importantly, you've done Kilkenny proud as well. And with no doubt, we are going to love following you all the way. Whatever happens in the semi-final, we will be there and we will be following the journey of the maroon and white of Dixborough. But for the time being, I'll let you go back and enjoy the celebrations <laughs> because you bloody well deserve them. And thank you so much for joining us here on Come On Kind this evening. Thanks, thanks, Thank you. Great to have the girls here in studio with us, and we certainly wish them the very best of luck in their All Ireland semi final. But I did manage to catch up with some of the players afterwards as well. The first of those players we are going to hear from is Quiva Dowling. I then caught up with Jenny Clifford. I caught up with Rachel Dowling, and afterwards our own KCLR analyst and co-commentator her own dad Mark Dowling and all those interviews are coming up for you right now Cueva Dowling congratulations Leinster champions how does that feel? Surreal I think the word sums it up there now just one thing imagining another thing happening because first time now for us it's just another stepping stone we got to the Leinster final two years ago so the aim is to try and just go one step further and hopefully another step further again in two weeks What was it like playing in the backs because you've been put into that role at centre back there and you seem to have made it your own but when St Vincent's went four points ahead you never panicked today it shows the great spirit that you have in that team Oh yeah, we knew uh, Vincent's were going to get their purple patch and I suppose lucky enough it kind of came early in the second half and we were able to put ourselves up on top. We knew ours had come as well and the scores that the girls got after the goal and the point that Vincent's got were just unbelievable. So they were they were really uplifting for everyone. Your back line played unbelievable today. I mean, you really snuffed out an awful lot of chances that St Vincent's won. They were getting freeze and long range chances. But apart really from the goal that Neve did get it there in the second half, they didn't get much on you. Yeah, exactly. Kirstie's been solid all year as well. I know she's been working with Killian Bernock out in the Burrs also give him a mention. Um, but Tara Clifford is just so underrated, so she is, and that suits her as well. But no, so solid. And I wouldn't want to be a forward marking any of them, even in training. The girls don't. They're in their pockets the whole time. So it's just an unbelievable team. You feel so honoured to be on the pitch, let alone where you're playing. You'll take it wherever you can. So... Well, it must be working because if you're able to mark them borough forwards in training, you're certainly able to do it when it comes to the opposition. Yeah, no, they had very strong forwards there, Vincent Stay, and we knew, like, looking back at their matches as well, that they were going to be strong, so 
very physical as well in their forwards. When you looked up, there was three or four around you. So we knew what was coming and we were just got a few breaks and were able to play our own game, I think, for a bit of it as well. But just an amazing win. Quiva, when I say to you, you have an All-Ireland semi-final to look forward to, what does it make you feel? Um, Honoured, really. First time. Not everyone can say that, so we'll take it as it come. We'll enjoy tonight, I'm sure, and then I'm sure the boys will have us back in shape now during the week quick enough, so they will. Lots of celebrations tonight. Lots of celebrations. They're, why not? They're, they're deserved, I think, from everyone and the effort that everyone's put in this year. It's been a long year, so... The, as Danielle put in quote and she said we give up some good times for the great times so we'll take the great times now when they come well congratulations you were outstanding Leinster champions go enjoy it thanks Martin Jenny Clifford you're shivering here down here in front of me you won't care you've got to lift that cup what does it feel to be a winning captain of a Leinster team oh look I was absolutely emotional once the final whistle blew uh, and just honoured to be to be lifting the cup and like for a bunch of absolutely amazing people. Um, and look, I'm lucky enough to have my sisters and, and my cousins and stuff on the team with me. So everyone here, like we've, we're all such a close team, and it's just so special when you're winning with that close team. I was talking to you after the semi-final against St Martin's. You were looking forward to the final. Did you think that it was going to go your way? Like Vincent's got a four-point lead on you in the second half, but you never panicked. Yeah, no, I think that's kind of the making of us this year. Like we know there's so much time in it, um, and the game can change so quick. So even by, down by four points there after the second half. I wasn't a bit concerned. I, I knew we had plenty of time and look, we were just delighted when we got momentum going and delighted to be lifting the cup now at the end of it. There's not too many people can say they got to lift a trophy in a Leinster final, especially in a club final. It's great to do it with the county, but you've always said it and so has your teammates, Aoife, everyone else. The club is where you start, the club is where you finish and you're like a bunch of sisters. So for a bunch of sisters to go along in a club final, um, you mean emotional now. Something, <laughs> something special. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Um, look, I know like winning with the county is brilliant and it's brilliant to be representing your county but club is just where you come from and you have your family and your friends and I'm getting emotional again but yeah no it's just so special uh, lifting the cup with, with a bunch of amazing people yeah you do know what comes next though you're yeah. now into an All-Ireland club semi-final yeah absolutely brilliant um, going out today this year all we had in our head was winning the county final after our defeat last year um, so every time we're winning it's a bonus and look we're absolutely delighted now to be keeping meeting in the All-Ireland series Jenny well done go enjoy the celebrations thank you Martin thank you Rachel Dowling congratulations just after being I suppose announced as Leinster champions how do you feel? Oh, I don't know it's indescribable really like best best day of my life I'd say now to be honest like it was just such a long 60 minutes like St Vincent's were a deadly team and we knew they were going to be and we were just lucky to hang on in the end. Lucky, I think now it was a bit more than luck to be fair to you. I mean, you went in five points each at half time. What was said in the dressing room at half time? Ah, oh, look, it was just it was the same. Like it was it was nil all to us, and uh, the win wasn't going to make that much of a difference. It was just out to outwork them, and we knew then that the scores would come if we took our time and was patient. St Vincent's came out in the second half got 1-1 without reply went 4 points ahead in fairness to yourselves though you never panicked and you got 7 points on the trot yourselves then to go and give yourselves that small little bit of a cushion towards the end which you really could have done with yeah look we knew St Vincent's were going to have their, their purple patch they're a deadly team and if you give them a sniff of it they're going to punish you so uh, look we had to just settle ourselves we've done it before uh, we've been behind in matches before and we knew what to do then you played very well yourself, getting a couple of points from play as well, especially in a big stage like a Leinster final. Happy with your own performance? Ah, yeah, but it's the girls who are hitting in the ball, we have the easy job of putting it over, so they're the ones winning the freeze and hitting the ball into us, so it's their, their scores, really. Do you ever take credit for your own performance? <laughs> no, not going to now, anyway. <laughs> so tell me, what will the outfit think now of you winning the Leinster title? Oh, he's delighted. He never won one himself, so this is the first now. He lost one, so we don't want better than him today. <laughs> Bragging rights in the Dowling household tonight. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Rachel, congratulations and well done. Thank you. Thanks, man. Mark Dowling, I've just been talking to your daughter. She played some amazing stuff, as did Dixborough. How do you feel, Leinster champions out in Dixborough? 
Yeah, look, it's it's fantastic. Look, it's a great achievement. I think it's been coming for them. To be fair, they've they've uh, been really pushing hard. Someone said it to me there that last year's loss in the county final probably was the spur to drive them this year, and I think it really has driven them. Um, I think that for the management as well, they've kind of really after last year, they really it really sickened them that that loss, and I think they've completely uh, what would you say the, the drive behind them has fed into the players and vice versa. And look, they've got their just rewards there today, you know. You're a man for stats and able to read a game very, very well when it comes to the fellas. But I mean, when St. Vincent's went four points ahead, that team, they never slowed down, they never panicked, come back and got seven points on the trot as well. That shows great character. Yeah, fantastic. I think they kept their composure and I just kind of felt that the goal, uh, from a Dixborough point of view, the goal for Vincent's came early, which allowed them uh, time to respond. You know, if you get a goal like that as a sucker punch near the end, it's very hard to come back uh, and twist the momentum around in your favour. But it allowed the Borough just go up, uh, pick off a couple of scores. And I think they had that it down to a two-point lead fairly quickly after being a four-point lead. Uh, so it just gave them a chance then uh, to build a little bit. But uh, look, Vincent's a fantastic outfit. And I think, you know, probably a little bit more seasoned and, and an older team, I'd imagine, than the, the borough which are very young so to, to, to kind of keep their composure against them when, the, when, when Vincent's had that momentum was, was really impressive you know and I hear there's bragging rights in the Dowling household now and it goes to the young one because she has a Leinster title and you don't I'm told no we were beaten 30 years ago I, re, I reminded her of that this morning uh, Ryan Esvedos in the Leinster final in 1993 so and I just said to her look I, I, we were all young at the time too and we thought we'd get back you know maybe in the next year or two we never got back there so you know I kind of said look you know you might only get one, one shot at it so look they got there anyway and, and they'll get their medal and, and hopefully they'll have another day out Martin you know and there'll be great celebrations in the board tonight there'll be great celebrations in the board tonight yeah they're not one easy well hello Mark thanks Mark Oh, and you agree to hear the players there and especially the reactions after the final whistle and down on the field as well it really was a historic day for Dixborough for the whole club themselves and I mean, when you look at the support that was there for the players, hearing the excitement, I mean, even the lads was down in front of us from the crowd, it really was a truly remarkable achievement for all involved out in Dixborough. Yeah, it was absolutely amazing and brilliant for the girls. You can just hear it in the voice what it means to them. Um, and you know what? They they thoroughly deserve it. They're going to enjoy the celebrations for the next day or two. And then it's back to the hard slog, I think, you know, for, you know, definitely the next two weeks with um, an all Ireland club semi-final coming up against Loch Eel, um, the Ulster champions and then who knows after that it'll be a, a very tasty few, couple of weeks for them It certainly will I mean we went through the, the match in depth yesterday as well but I mean to get those seven points in a row I mean mm-hmm. against St Vincent's who are a brilliant team themselves it really put them and set them up on a nice footing going forward they never panicked when St Vincent's got the goal and a point ahead early in the second half there was still 25 plus minutes to go it shows the great character of a team yeah it really really does and I suppose anybody else could have anybody else could have panicked in that situation and you know I suppose St. Vincent's probably I think they probably thought like right okay this is it now we're going to we can we just have to keep this going but it was the manner in which Dixborough um, reacted to it as Donald said earlier on like they didn't put pressure on themselves they weren't going for the unnecessary goal opportunities or the goal chances they were taking their points and just kept plugging away and listen they got seven unanswered points in a row like you know unbelievable stuff for them for a young team and we mentioned this yesterday as well for a young team they've got really good wise heads on their shoulders like they just they know exactly what they're doing and they fully believe in the game that they're playing and you know it was it was excellent to see it certainly was excellent indeed and as you said they will come up against Lockheel Shamrocks we have to mention the first game as well between O'Moores and Nafina we had three teams because we always cast the officials as teams as well mm-hmm. in fairness the teams of officials yesterday done very very well it was well done from both of them but we had our own Liz Dempsey doing the intermediate match as well had an excellent job as usual but O'Moore's and Nafina really served up a thrilling game of Kamoki yesterday Yeah it certainly sounded like it was an absolutely brilliant game and I suppose Nafina you know what, what a win for them and even just listening to the, their captain's speech after it they were really really ecstatic over it and it meant so 
much to them and you know yeah an absolute cracker of a game served up and congratulations and best of luck to them going on to an All-Ireland semi-final Because the majority of the people had O'Moore's down to win that game like yeah. uh, especially after coming against the Roar you know yeah. difficult game and but anybody said that if you go down to Michael and beat Michael in their backyard you know you're in with a real shot of winning a, a Leinster title and they'll now go forward as well to represent Leinster in the All-Ireland semi-final Yeah definitely and they're, do you know what they're going to have no fear in it who have they actually Gosh, here I was actually looking at it earlier on. Um, there's a lot of the players from Nafeen on the Mead team, actually. Sean Ennis, captain. Yeah, there's of the Caribbean Mead uh, football well, team. I think she was. Um, and actually, now she forward. is. But the word going around is that she's a better Camogie player. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, they're and I got the that from a Mead lady yesterday, and I won't say who the Mead lady was, but mm. she was very close to us. Very good. Interesting. Well, listen, she's got an All-Ireland Club semi-final to look forward to on the 2nd of December. She certainly she does. does. Well, something we have to look forward to on the 1st of December yeah. is the Come On Kind Team of the Year. The window here is fogged up from the amount of people that has been here. It's been like a sauna. We have dispatched them all so that there's no voices comes out on the radio so the people will know who they are. But we are left with the pieces of paper in our hand and we have the nominations. <laughs> for this year's team of the year. I feel like we should really do a drum roll, but I don't know if I have my drum roll, actually. So, I have my drum roll. Okay, let's do this properly. So, team of the year announcements is coming up right now. Actually, you have to give it a bit of fanfare. Right, let's start with the junior. I pink. Yeah. And since herself has joined us as well, because, you know, we, we, I think for her, for, we, we give her the, I mean, the goalkeepers. She's been <laughs> yeah. bragging on about goalkeepers left, right and centre for the whole year. So, I mean... I m- m- haven't, but I just love to see goalkeepers. Ah, you have now, to be fair. But a good goalkeeper, it's your first and your last line of defence. Right, well, you have the honour of announcing the three nominees for this year's Junior Team of the Year goalkeeper. Mrs. Houlihan, who are they? They're Dominique Delaney from John Locke's Bennis Bridge, Kellyanne Whelan from Greg Namana, and Emma Barron from Tullaher. There we go. So the three nominees for goalkeeper, Dom Delaney, John Locke's Bennett's Bridge, Kellyanne Whelan, Greg Namana and Emma Byrne from Tullaher. You have no idea the amount of people that had get, had to get the cut off this because it was crazy to try and even whittle it down. And we were even putting in extra people this year because we couldn't agree on how many was going to be in the backs, the forwards, etc. But Anya Farrell, you have the honour of giving us the first six backs nominated. I like to count them now. Um, <laughs> he doesn't make it simple on you, does he? No, he absolutely doesn't. Okay, so our first six backs nominated. I tell you what, go seven. You can add one more to the bottom of it. So you do the first seven. Should we only have twelve nominated? Okay, I can't count. Then I'm looking at it wrong. Right, you're doing the first six. He tells so. us okay. that we told him that long. <laughs> okay, so we've got Danielle Kenny from Dixborough, Meg Ryan from John Locke's Bennett's Bridge, Gemma Dunn from Greg Namana, Emer Mahan from John Locke's Bennett's Bridge, Ellen Delaney from Greg Namana, and Darcy Bulger from Greg Namana. And the remaining six then is Lucy Brennan from John Locke's Bennett's Bridge, Brianna Langton from the Roar and Estique, Katie Buchel from Tullaher. Orla Moore from Dixborough, uh, Rachel Hartley from John Locke's Bennett's Bridge and Annie Ryan from Tullaher. So they are our 12 backs for the junior. Mrs. Houlihan, the four midfield nominations, please. The midfield nominations for the junior are Rebecca Hayden from Gregnamana, Rachel Phelan from John Locke's Bennett's Bridge, Laura Feel and her sister from John Locke's Bennis Bridge and Kira Mullally from Tullaher. Okay. Some crack in the feeling household. <laughs> well, they will if they don't get a nomination. But anyway, well that, that'll be the next step now of picking the team. Uh, Anya, forwards. We have 1, 2, 3, 4, 12. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. So go with the first six. So we have Linda Murphy from Greg Namana, Sinead Lanigan from Greg Namana, Nevo Donahue, Dixborough. Vivian Holmes, John Locke's Bennett's Bridge, Ashling O'Sullivan, John Locke's Bennett's Bridge, and Megan Welsh, 
John Knox Bennett's Bridge. And I have the honour of doing the last six. Ashling Prendergast from Gregna Manor, Leah Cooney from Piltown, Cleena Murphy from Blacks and Whites, Kate Hennessy from The Roar in Esteeg, Leah Hanrahan from Tullaher, and Sarah O'Sullivan also from Tullaher. That completes our six forwards in that line. So that completes the junior team of the year then giving a full rundown again we have our three goalies Dominic Delaney Kellyanne Whelan and Emma Byrne our backs Danielle Kenny Meg Ryan Gemma Dunn Emer Mahan Ellen Delaney Darcy Bulger Lucy Brennan Brina Langton Katie Buchel Orla Moore Rachel Hartley and Annie Ryan are midfielders Rebecca Hayden Rachel Phelan Laura Phelan and Kira Mullally and our forward then is Linda Murphy Sinead Lanigan Nevo Donoghue Vivian Holmes Ashling O'Sullivan Megan Welsh Ashling Prendergast Leah Cooney Cleena Murphy Kate Hennessy Leah Hanrahan and Sarah O'Sullivan so all of those we will find out who will be the team of the year from those nominations on the 1st of December, which will be live-streamed to everyone. All of you, you'll be able to see it and hear us and get the team of the year, etc. for bells, glamour, whistles, whatever you want to put into it. But there's one more piece of work that you, the public, have to do because you have to help us pick the Junior Player of the Year. Three nominations. You get a vote... And how you will vote is you go on to the KCLR social media channels, either via the Scoreline, uh, say for me, the Scoreline website, the Scoreline Facebook page or the Twitter account. And you will be able to vote. You can only vote once. You will have to use an email address to vote and your vote will help the rest of the committee in deciding who is going to be this year's team of the year. So basically you, the listeners, have a vote of who is going to be that winner. And the three nominations, first of all, Mrs. Houlihan, number one. <laughs> did you give them to me? You did. Anya, come on. I mean, for God's sake. Right, so Rachel, I have them here. They're after handing them over to me. So Rachel Phelan is the first player. Vivian, or John Locks Bennett's Bridge, I should say, Rachel is from. Vivian Holmes from John Locks Bennett's Bridge. And Kelly Ann Whelan from Greg Namana. So they are our three nominees for Junior Player of the Year. And we'll give you further details about that later on. They're after handing all the players of the year to me now. They must be afraid to call them out. But something that won't be afraid to call out is the goalkeepers for the intermediate team of the year, Mrs. Hulahan. You're not getting him this time. I'm going to give him to Anya. Great. Okay. So our nominations for Intermediate Come On Kind Goalkeeper of the Year are Ellen Crowley from Moonkine, Emma Kavanagh from Rornishteeg and Kate Furlong from O'Loughlin Gales. Okay. So well done to those three nominees. Lil, you can take the backs, the first seven. Thank God you stopped calling me, Mrs. Houlihan. Uh, hang on till I mark them. Right. So we have Abby Murphy from St. Clair's, Chloe Mullally from Glenmore, Marianne Welsh Mooncoin, Carmel Marr St. Lactons, Nessa Galway O'Loughlin Gales, Anya Gallivan uh, Rory Nestig, and Shan- Chanel Mullen yep. Ballyhale. Spot on, yep, Chanel. Uh, so the remaining backs then for the nominees is Danielle Quigley from O'Loughlin Gales, Anya Gannon from the Rory Nestig. Ellen Murphy from the Roar in the Steag, Neve Lahey from Emeralds St. Anne's, Searsha Burke from Emeralds St. Anne's, Sarah Spud Crowley from Mooncoin, Emily Carroll from Carrick Shock, Quiva Hickey from St. Lactons, and that completes the back line. Anya, take us through the midfielders, please. Our midfield nominations are Laura Green, O'Loughlin Gales, Mwiran Gannon, Mooncoin, Ashlyn Kelly, Roarnishteeg, and Eva Dunn, Danes Fort. Okay, I'm going to take the first seven uh, forwards and I'm going to leave Lillian then with the remainder. So our first of the forwards is uh, Lydia Fitzpatrick from St. Lactons. Then we have Anya Rowan from Carrick Shock. We have Louise Hickey from Emerald St. Anne's. Neve Crowley from Moonkine, Deirdre Welsh from Moonkine, 
Cria Langton from the Roar in Estig and Quiva Caramorta from the Roar in Estig. The remaining forward nominations, Lillian. Um, Afton Grace St. Clair's, Laura Murphy, O'Loughlin Gales, Claire Phelan, Liz Downey, Olivia Manny, Dance Fort, Kiva Fennelly, Ballyhale, Deirdre Phelan, Dance Fort, Julianne Malone, Mullinavat, and Christine Ling, The Roar in a Okay, that's perfect. So I'm going to run through the intermediate team once again, starting with our three goalkeepers, Ellen Crowley, Emma Kavna, and Kate Furlong. Our backs, Abby Murphy, Chloe Mullally, Marianne Welsh, Carmel Marr, Nessa Galway, Anya Galvin, Chanel Mullen, Danielle Quigley, Anya Gann, Ellen Murphy, Neve Lahey, Saoirse Burke, Sarah Crowley, Emily Carroll and Quiva Hickey. Our midfielders, Laura Green, Mirren Gannon, Ashling Kelly and Eva Dunn. And our forwards, Lydia Fitzpatrick, Anya Rowan, Louise Hickey, Neve Crowley, Deirdre Welsh, Cree Langton, Quiva Kermorta, Afton Grace, Laura Murphy, Claire Phelan, Olivia Manny, Kiva Fenley, Deirdre Phelan, Julia Malone and Christine Ling. And that is our nominees for the Intermediate Team of the Year. And again, you get a choice to help us out with the Player of the Year at Intermediate level. Again, three names. Go to the socials, pick your favourite one or someone that you think is deservant of the Intermediate Player of the Year. And our three nominees this year are Emma Kavanagh, Anya Gannon and Crea Langton. So well done to our three nominees there. Those details again will be up on all of our social media platforms uh, and you'll also find them on the Come On Kind. We'll share a link to it as well so this uh, on the Facebook page that you'll be able to find them. So we're moving on to our senior team of the year and I'm going to do the three goalies on this one. Our first one is Ali Kendi from Wine Gap. Our second nominee is Kirsty Marr from Dixborough. And our third nominee is Aoife Norris from Pilltown. Anya, you're going to take us through the first lot of the backs. So we have Quiva Dowling from Dixborough, Catherine Foley from Winegap, Kira O'Shea from Dixborough, Kira Phelan from Dixborough, Ellen Purcell Barrow Rangers, Emily McCarthy Pilltown, and Jess Cuddy Tullerone. Perfect. Lillian, you're going to take us through the next lot of backs. Katie Byrne, Dixborough, Kelly. Oh, 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 sorry, go back, say that again. You forgot to turn me on again, yep. didn't you? Katie Byrne, Dixborough, Kellyanne Doyle, Piltown, Michaela Keneally, Wine Gap, Shauna Tracy, Barrow Rangers, Leisha Nolan, Clara, Hannah Scott, James Stevens, Gillian Costello, Wine Gap, and Laura Norris, Piltown. Perfect. On you're going to take us through our four midfielders. Our four midfield nominations are Ava O'Gorman, Dixborough, Denise Gall, Wine Gap, Miriam Bambrick, Barrow Rangers, and Natania Jackson, Wine Gap. Okay, perfect. And I am going to take the first lot of forwards then. Our first nominee is Amy Clifford from Dixborough, Aoife Doyle from Piltown, Aoife Prendergast from Dixborough, Asha McCarthy from Dixborough, Kleena O'Shea from Winegap, Ellen Gunner from Conaghy, Heather Phelan from Piltown, and Jenny Clifford from Dixborough. Lil, you take us through the last lot. Katie Power, Pilltown, Lauren Ronan, St. Bridget's, Molly Welsh, Wine Gap, Rachel Dowling, Dixborough, Sophie Holden, Pilltown, Steffi Fitzgerald, Young Ireland's, Hazel Moore, St. Martin's, and Ella O'Reilly, Barrow Rangers. So I'm going to do a quick rundown again. This is the Senior Team of the Year nominees for 2023. They are Ali Kendi. Kirsty Marr and Aoife Norris for the goalkeepers. We have Quiva Dowlin, Catherine Foley, Kira O'Shea, Kira Phelan, Ellen Purcell, Emily McCarthy, Jess Cuddy, Katie Byrne, Kellyanne Doyle, Michaela Keneally, Shauna Tracy, Leisha Nolan, Hannah Scott, Gillian Costello, and Laura Norris in the backs. Ava O'Gorman. Denise Gall, Miriam Bambrick and Natanya Jackson in midfield. And our forward then are Amy Clifford, Aoife Doyle, Aoife Prendergast, Asha McCarthy, Kleena O'Shea, Ellen Gunner, Heather Phelan, Jenny Clifford, Katie Power, Lauren Ronan, Molly Welsh, Rachel Dowling, Sophie Holden, Steffi Fitzgerald, Hazel Moore and Ella O'Reilly. Jesus, I'm bet after that. Hmm. Anya, I I have one, 
two, three, four, five, six. I have seven pages here in front of me with names on them that must be totalling nearly 200 bloody players for to try and whittle that down into nominations which I can tell you now is not easy because there's players on this list when you look at it and you're like how are some of them missing off it but like the list was just so vast the criteria was there there were so many nominees for so many people and they are who the committee has decided is going to go forward for the team of the year the last bit I have to do is give you the three nominees for senior player of the year and I mean it has been a great year for them so no doubt that the three nominees are going to come from Dixborough the first one is Katie Byrne the second one is Kira Phelan and the third player is Eva Prendergast so don't forget through the socials you can have your say to find out who is going to be the team player uh, I should say it's the player of the year not the team player but the player of the year at senior intermediate and junior to help us and it is going to be broadcast live on Friday the 1st of December <sighs> yeah can't wait we have them we have the nominations yeah, all down now to this yeah it's great it wasn't easy no it's great it's great, <laughs> it's great yeah it's well just... it's great that they're on paper but it certainly hasn't been great I can tell you one thing now trying to uh, to whittle them down there are some fabulous names that mm-hmm. she's some deserved hurlers, you know, they're yeah. camogie players, they're The athletes. standard this year has been huge. I stop, it's unbelievable. I mean, the standard, huge. I mean, we thought last year was difficult. I mean, this yeah. year has been unbelievably difficult because the standard in the finals were brilliant, the standard in the semi-finals, the quarter-finals, everything just everything just seemed to go through the roof this year mm. it was really good I think throughout all all grades I think the standards was really really good and I think that just goes to show that there's a vast range of players from different clubs that have been nominated some maybe household names some maybe not so much household names but it's it's great to see all these um, all these players getting nominations and we're looking forward to the to the 1st of December to and it shows the, the standard now. of the work being done in all the clubs in the county as it well. That does. girls are up, like even yesterday, looking at at both finals yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like the standard for club hurling, there's there's some county hurling you wouldn't. Yeah. The standard isn't as good at times. Yeah, no, no, really, really good. Um, yeah, happy with that. Now I just have to pick the teams of the year now. The next set around. That's going to be the next one. By the way, the team, uh, the players of the year, you have until Saturday the 25th to get your nominations in for them. They will be live tomorrow to get your nominations in, probably after lunchtime. Um, Tomorrow as in Wednesday, because this won't be going out until Tuesday. So you have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and Saturday. So Saturday the 25th to get them done. The socials will all be there. We will try and get them up as quickly as possible. We'll Mm -hmm. also try and get the nominations online as well so that people can see who has been nominated this year. It is only an invite-only event. That's why it will be streamed live for anybody who wants to tune in to view it and see how it is because we really did expect to be in a nice posh hotel somewhere not in Roman Dixborough Dixborough is a lovely venue but we thought we were going to have a really good black toy event like and really do the same as the all-star event it didn't happen this year but we're not going to give up we're not giving up no we're not giving up on it yet but look it's great we're going to be going next year week we're not going to announce the team of the year but we are going to be previewing Dixborough's game coming up there's obviously minor matches coming up as well for county finals under 16 county finals are coming up the county convention is going to be taking place later tonight when you are listening to the podcast here so we will see how that is going to fare out and who is going to be there Um, but approaching this hour of the night here in the KCLR studios it's been a good year Mm -hmm. it's been a busy year it's been an enjoyable year. Yep. It's not over yet. We still have an All-Ireland uh, club semi-final to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are going to look forward to it. Maybe we'll do a highlights programme coming near the end of it for our best bits in the year um, from the inter-county season to the club season and to see. Um, and we're going to let that out to you as well. The public. What do you think has been the highlights 
of the year? Any particular moment? Any particular player that has stood out? We'd love to hear from you, please, because, you know, we know that you listen. We know that people out there do listen. We would like to get engagement. So there is a Facebook page set up. It is called Come On Kind. You can get in contact with us via there. Um, all of the podcast goes up and it's shared there. You can interact with us and see how it is. And we will put up a poll there as well to see about the players of the year and give you the links then to uh, to get that done. Um, but we would like to hear from you. Or you can email us as well at Come On Kind, C-A-M. A-N-C-A-I-N-T at KCLR96FM.com because without you listening we'd only be waffling to fresh air and nobody would be here um, being able to hear it maybe we just waffle Anya anyway waffle. no I'm very factual we very can't hear you now anyway you. because you've gone away from the microphone so factual yourself up there a little bit now you're very factual on you <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm exhausted waffle yeah, we that are, was exhausting. It was, yeah. it was an exhausting week, to be mm. fair. I mean, a, a Leinster final to prepare from, trying to get all the nominations done for the team of the year. Now that's done, the fun begins mm. trying to pick the team of the year. Um, and if anybody is listening this year, we would like a preferable headshot of um, all of our nominees as well, if you can get them into us. Uh, because sometimes we go look for photographs of people and we can't get them. And preferably in club colours because yeah. it would be nice if we had them. So that will go out on the emails, of course, to the secretaries for the nominees. But it is a ticket. Or, or I was going to say ticket only. It's not a ticket only. It is invite, invite only. only. Yeah. Um, but it will be held on the 1st of December kicking off at 7.30pm for the live stream we'll be there a little bit before us with the players we're going to look forward to it but once again congratulations to Nafina first of all intermediate champions in Leinster black and amber team as well you know they're maybe from Meath but they're wearing the black and amber colours commiserations to O'Moore's he put up a great battle but well done to Dixborough Leinster senior club champions from AIB the toughest it was the toughest it has been the toughest all year around it's still there we're going to continue but we will be back next week please God all willing with everybody here in the studio to see how things are going but from the time being unless Anya has anything else no no not at all she's like she's going to fall asleep here at the minute it's been a tough day on poor Anya and everybody else she's been our secretary as well taking down all of the notes and putting the teams down on the paper so that we can have them all nice and prepared so thank you for that Anya no Um, problem to the rest of the committee who is gone away but will be listening thank you for your help over the last number of weeks we look forward to sitting down over the next week and a half or so and picking the team of the year but for you the listeners enjoy what is going to come up with the next couple of events the team of the year the All-Ireland Club semi-final and our preview of the year and a look back I suppose at the year to review it and as we say please do get in contact we do want to hear from you but from ourselves here in the KCLR studio this evening it's goodbye from us all Thanks. Bye. Bye. This is Come On Kind with Martin Quilty and Onya Fahmy. Oh